Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Welcome to Healthy Mama Hacks, a weekly mini podcast where I share my best tips for hacking your healthy mama life with simple tips for easier eating, cooking, and living a healthy mama life in 20 minutes or less. Let's do this, mama. Hey friends, welcome back to Healthy Mama Hacks. Chris here, and you all know that I love talking about meal planning. Maybe it's because I'm just a little bit of a planning nerd, but I love helping mamas simplify meal planning to simplify getting meals on the table. Just having a plan makes life so much easier when it comes to grocery shopping, meal prep, and actually making those meals for your family. Not having a plan can make you feel super happy hazard and like you're constantly asking what's for dinner and it's just stressful and I really want to help you take the stress out of meals as a whole. So today what I want to share with you are the two lists that you need to make meal planning a breeze. I know this is a bold statement but I firmly believe that you need these two lists whether you put these lists on your phone, whether you use the printable that's in the show notes, you can click it and download it. You write it down on a scrap piece of paper or you have it in your Healthy Mama meal planner, I want you to write down these lists. And the two lists that I'm talking about are your family favorites list and your recipes to try list. So these seem pretty simple, right? But have you actually taken the time to sit down and write down a list of your family's favorite meals? Now, family favorite meals, in my mind, are meals that your family pretty much always says yes to. Now, there's going to be preferences. Kids go through seasons. There's going to be times that your kids are just going to refuse a meal that they loved last week or they might have loved for months, and that's totally normal. It doesn't need to mean that everyone in your family loves it every single time, but these are the meals that your family is pretty much okay with pretty much all of the time. We're going to be realistic about it, but these are your family's favorites. You might only have one or two of these right now, and that's okay. I want you to start where you're at and write down the couple of meals that you know that your family is like, yes, I love spaghetti and meatballs or tacos or burgers or whatever it is, and write those down. When you do that, you already have two options for dinner this week that are going to be low stress. They're low stress because you already know how to make them, and your family is already going to be 
okay with them. These don't need to be meals that you know how to make off the top of your head. They can be recipes that you've made, but they need to be recipes that are simple enough to make on a weeknight. Some of them are going to be recipes that are going to take a little bit longer than others, and you can plan those out based on your schedule, which is something I talk about when I talk about meal planning. It's making sure that you're planning according to your schedule. That's why following meal plans doesn't typically work long term because you're following what somebody else's plan is for their schedule, not what's going to work for yours. But I digress. Going back to the family favorites list, you want to make sure that these are weeknight type recipes, that they're easy enough to make on an average weeknight or prep in the morning like a slow cooker recipe and have the ingredients ready to go so you can throw that meal together in a reasonable amount of time. These are not the gourmet meals that you make your family on special occasions or that one thing you make every year on Christmas or the cinnamon rolls that you bake on Christmas morning that take you three hours. This is not those. (laughs) These are your family's favorite weeknight recipes. Having a list of your family's favorite weeknight recipes gives you something to go off of when you start your meal plan, because you want your meal plan to be rooted in the meals that are already easy for you. And like I said, it's okay if you only have one or two to start. The goal is that you start the list. You can start adding to it as you start noticing the meals that your family likes. Now, I don't quickly go and put a meal on my family favorites list unless we've had it a couple times, because there are meals that my family enjoys once, and then the second time I make it for them, they're like, eh, this is okay. So it's meals that you've made at least two or three times, your family's liked it each time, and it's easy enough for you to make that it doesn't stress you out. So those are kind of like my three, this is what, these are my, the three things that I need to check off before I put something on my family favorites list. And what's cool is that I have built up my family favorites list over the years to the point where my master family favorites list is about 32 recipes. And that means that's a lot of recipes. And I say recipes, but I also mean meal ideas. They're not all a recipe that you could get in a cookbook. You could get it in a cookbook. And I have recipes that aren't really recipes in my Healthy Mama Meal Prep cookbook. Things like um, balance bowls, which are basically just some sort of a protein, some veggies, some sort of a base and a sauce. It's not necessarily a recipe unless you use recipes within that, which I typically don't. We just kind of throw things together and it all tastes delicious. I'll do an episode on balance bowls in the future because I know I get asked a lot about those because those are a staple in my family. Things like burger salads um, or I'm trying to think of other things that we – oh, tacos aren't necessarily something we have a recipe for. We just kind of throw them together. So things like that. They're still on my list. Burrito bowls, but they don't have a recipe attached to them. They're just something that we like to make. We know how to make it. And they're kind of throw together base meals as I like to call them. And those are on the list as well. But it is a master list of all of the recipes that I know my family likes. And if eventually my family doesn't like one of those recipes anymore, if I've made it a couple of times and my family is like, oh, I take it off the list. I can always add it back later in a year or two when it's like, hey, we haven't made that recipe in a while. Let's see if my family likes it again. Sometimes we just get bored and need a break from it, especially if you have made this recipe or made this meal quite a bit because you haven't had a wide variety of meals you've made. Your family might get sick of it after a while. And that's okay. You take it off the list. 
Another thing that I have implemented in the last year is taking that master family favorites list and dividing it up into seasons. So each season of the year, so winter, spring, summer, and fall, I create a family favorites list based off of the recipes in my master list. This isn't a separate list. It's a list that I pull of like 10 to 15 recipes off of my master list to be the seasonal meals that I make during that season. Leaving room, because there's only like 10 to 15, maybe 20 recipes on that list, these are recipes that I start with and then there's room for trying new recipes, for experimenting. I don't want it to be that we're eating the same meals over and over and over again every single season. But I'm still, I still have a wide variety of easy meals that I know my family already loves to go off of, at least a couple weeks worth, right? And that's huge. And that is so freeing. I don't need to reinvent the wheel every week. I know my family likes these and they don't mind eating the same meal every few weeks, but it's every few weeks instead of every single week, which is why I have the list of 10 to 15 versus uh, just one or two. But again, if that's all you have now, that's okay. You're going to build upon that. So I learned this concept from Kendra Adachi, the lazy genius. She is awesome. And I read her book um, in the fall of 2020. And she has something called a meal matrix. So each season, she actually pulls what is kind of her family favorites list. I think she calls them brainless crowd pleasers. And she pulls them and she like categorizes them into like bowls, pasta, whatever. She has them in different categories and then she has meals listed underneath those. And I don't go that in depth with it. I just have a list of these are the recipes that we tend to like in this season and then I fill in with recipes to try. But if you want to go a little bit more detailed, um, that's kind of her meal matrix idea and that's where I got the idea of, of taking it and making it seasonal because it just takes the stress off of having so many recipes to choose from because that's not helping if you're overwhelmed by so many different recipes. It's just as overwhelming to have 30 favorite recipes as it is to have this, you know, wide open world of recipes and not have any organization to your recipes. But the key here is to have a family favorites list and to use that to start your meal plan with. So I typically start my meal plan with one to three family favorites, depending on how many recipes I want to try that week or recipes that I just want to fly by the seat of my pants and create because I am a recipe creator. And if you want to be really creative a couple nights during the week, totally fine. You can do that too. I always recommend just planning for five days so that the other two days are flex days. So these can be leftover nights. They can be takeout. They can be call for pizza. They can be go to a friend's. They can be fend for yourself smorgasbord kind of meals. They can be whatever you want them to be. But allowing for that flexibility means that you can shift things around as necessary and you don't feel wedded to your meal plan. But I choose at least I say at least one, but typically it's starting with two family favorites and then I add two recipes to try and I have one day that's kind of fly by the seat of my pants. And that's how I create recipes. And then I will test that recipe a few times and send it out to be tested before it actually gets to you guys. Um, But what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to link to the post of my last couple of family favorites lists on my blog in the show notes so you guys can actually see what's on my last couple of seasonal family favorites list because you guys have told me you really like seeing what's on my list to give you some inspiration for creating 
your list. Of course, you want to make sure that the recipes on your list are ones that your family loves and they have loved for at least two to three times and they're easy enough for you to make on a weeknight. Um, But they can at least be a part of your, and the next list we're going to talk about is your recipes to try list. They can be a part of your recipes to try list and they might transfer over to your family favorites list. So let's talk about the other list you need. And I've mentioned it a couple times. You probably know it by now, but that's the recipes to try list. And it is exactly what it sounds like. Rather than keeping four different lists of recipes to try in my phone, on scrap paper, in Pinterest, I take all of those places and I put them all into a family favorites list. Uh, sorry, not a family favorites list, a recipes to try list. Just like with the family favorites list, this can be on your phone. It can be in your recipe binder. It can be in your healthy mama meal planner. It can be anywhere you want it to be. You just need to know where to find it. So when you are deciding on new recipes to put into your meal plan, you go to your recipes to try list before you go anywhere else. These can be recipes from cookbooks. If you wanna take, what I typically do is I take time probably once a season And I grab a cup of coffee and I'll sit down with a bunch of my cookbooks, with my Pinterest, and I will write down, when I do my my seasonal family favorites list is when I'll do this. So I will write down, so this is only every few months. This is not like every week or even every couple of weeks or even every month. This is every few months. At the beginning of the season, I will sit down and I will choose some recipes that I want to try off the internet. So things that I have saved on Pinterest, um, I use Bloglovin to read blogs and I'll, I'll save things on there. And then I also have my cookbook. So I will write down a whole long list, probably another 10 to 15 recipes of recipes that I would love to try. And typically, if recipes are seasonal recipes, they will have similar ingredients to my other seasonal recipes and my family favorites list. So I try to stick to seasonal recipes because I do like to plan for meals to have meals that I'm cooking that week to have similar ingredients so I can easier I can easily prep ahead. Um, But that's not always the case. There's always going to be those outlier recipes I just want to try. And so I I go ahead and put them on the list as well. So having a recipes to try list saves you the same time, just like with your family favorites list, going through website after website or Instagram account or cookbook in order to find new recipes to try. You already have the list where you're like, okay, this is the recipe. This is the source and or the and or the page if it's from a cookbook. And you know exactly where to go and find it when you're like, oh, yes, that sounds so delicious. I'm going to go ahead and put that on my list for the week. And I know I can go to this cookbook on this page, open it up and add those to my grocery list for the week. So much easier than flipping through cookbooks every single week or flipping through blogs or flipping through Pinterest every single week. It just takes a ton more time and adds more stress. And again, it's that is the main reason, that overwhelming feeling that women don't meal plan. But meal planning is not supposed to be stressful and it can take so much stress away from your week. And that's the goal of meal planning. If you feel like it's extra stressful, then something's gotta something's gotta change. It doesn't mean meal planning doesn't work for you. It means the way you're meal planning doesn't work for you. And that's That's why I'm really passionate about helping you simplify that. So these are the two lists that I think you need to make meal planning a breeze and to just start 
meal planning. There's a bunch of different ways that you can meal plan, and that's something I'm happy to talk more about, but just having a family favorites list and a recipes to try list is going to make a huge difference in making your meal planning a breeze. So I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what's on your family favorites list, what is on your recipes to try list, which ones are like the ones that you are ready to try in this season, maybe something that you guys have been doing to simplify your meal planning. If you haven't joined us in the Healthy Balanced Mamas Facebook community, it's just facebook.com slash healthybalancedmamas. It is free to get in. Um, We're just going to ask you to make sure you're not a bot and that's pretty much it. Um, And we are so happy to have you. That is the place to share with us about what's working and what isn't when it comes to meal planning, meal prep, health, wellness, intuitive eating, all of the things to connect with other like-minded women who want to live a healthy, balanced life. Join us in our book club. Share your meal plan on Meal Plan Mondays. It is a lot of fun and I would love to have you join us. So head to the link in the show notes for that. Don't forget to download your copy of the family favorites list and recipes to try list templates that's also in the show notes um and connect with me on instagram i'm at healthy mama chris i would love to chat with you there my dms are always open if you have questions about anything i talked about today or really anything in general when it comes to balanced eating and balanced living i am happy to share i love each and every one of you thank you so much for joining me for another episode of healthy mama hacks and i'll talk to you on monday Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.